I was excited. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was excited, man. I wanted to tell everybody, tell everybody about Jesus. You know, you, how can you keep it to yourself, right? You want to tell everybody. And so I went out with some literature, and I was, I was telling people about Jesus and things. And I think I've mentioned that uh, this one lady asked me, uh, so are these good books? Have you read them? I was brand new. I didn't have time yet. Didn't have time. So I knew right then and there I needed to do something. I needed to read that stuff or shut up. Right? I needed to know what it was to talk about Jesus or I needed to be quiet. I needed to be able to speak with some intelligence about it and be able to have, a, have an intelligent witness for this. What about Zoe today? Baptized this morning. How old are you, Zoe? Nine years old, huh? Nine and a half, nine and three quarters, nine, nine and... 256, 365ths or something, I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're counting it down here, yeah. But we want people to be able to give a reason for the hope that is in them, yes? To be able to give an intelligent answer when someone asks, well, what do you believe? What do you believe? What is in your heart? What are you thinking about? And so we want to make that happen. So I'm inaugurating a study beginning this Sabbath of the 28 fundamental beliefs of Seventh-day Adventists so that we can go over them one by one, think them through, understand them, be able to actually give an answer about what we believe. Why do we keep the Sabbath? Why do we baptize by immersion? Why do we do the things we do? Why do we believe the way we believe? Why are we called Seventh-day Adventists? We want to be able to give an answer for these things, to be able to give a reason for the hope that is within us. So if you're, if you're like me, maybe you've sat there already and done some little math there in your head, and you thought, hmm, 28 beliefs, four weeks in a month. We're going to be doing this for the next seven months. Now, <laughs> this will be a little more irregular than that. We'll, we'll, we'll space it out a little bit. But that's what I want to be starting with is, is thinking about these things because I have two things I really want to make sure of as I'm considering this this set of topics. First, I want you to know why you believe what you believe. If, if you were called into the police station as you might be in some other countries, I, I would ask Kid about that right now, but he's up at camp meeting. Can you imagine? He wanted to go hear Jose Rojas more than me. Yeah, me too, frankly, but... <laughs> So, so 
in many countries, as we just heard in our offering appeal, thank you very much, it is unknown to have a Bible. Suppose you were suddenly parachuted into one of those countries without breaking your leg, <laughs> and you, you were asked, well, why do you do what you do? And you had brought a Bible. Could you show them from the Bible why we baptize by immersion, for example? Could you show that? Could you show why we, why we say Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and understand what it is to have that three-in-one, our triune, one God? Could you explain that from Scripture? I want to be sure that you could. I want to give you the tools to make that happen so that you will understand where we come from. So when we, when we uh, do these... Be sure and take out your bulletin, and you can look in the back there, and typically there's a couple of pages for notes, and you'll have a place there with a, a Bible in front of you and a pencil there. You have all the tools you need, or you can use version and put it all in there, and then email it to yourself. Whatever is good with you, either way works for me. But you have that opportunity. I want to make sure that you understand what you believe. Second, I want you to be able to deliver that to someone in a way that does not intimidate, interrogate, or infuriate. <laughs> I want you to be able to give it in love, in a way that will be giving the spirit of what we believe, not just the letter of what we believe. Does that make sense? And so I, I'm challenging you today to think about that. Let's turn to our scripture reading for today. Our scripture reading for today. 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 14. But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, hmm, let's think about that for just a second. Is it possible today to suffer for righteousness' sake? If you don't think so, try being a nine-year-old out on the playground as the girls want to talk about something that you know, Zoe, isn't quite what Jesus would want you to talk about. What do you do? Yeah, I'm 55, so it's easy to just say, well, I'd walk away. Not so easy when you're nine years old, you know? But other things are more difficult when you're 55 to deal with than they were when you were nine. And so at each stage of life, we have these issues where people could persecute us. And we live in a free country where we can meet freely and worship the Lord. How about if we weren't? What if we aren't someday? What if someday there's a power that wants to enforce a mark and all of those kinds of things? Then what do we do? Are we able to answer? 
Are we willing to suffer for righteousness sake? Is this time coming? Absolutely. And if so, we need to be preparing now. My wife and I just paid our taxes yesterday. Yeah. Each quarter we save up some, you know, and we send it in quarterly to pay our estimated taxes and stuff. And yet at the end of this year, we still had, yeah, a lot of money to pay. <laughs> yeah, no fun. Suppose we had waited until now and went, oh, oh no, <laughs> what do I do? Do you think Uncle Sam's going to go, hey, don't worry about it, you know, next month will do. I don't think so. We need to be preparing all along the way for that eventuality. We need to make a deposit on a regular basis. That's what we need to do spiritually as well, to be studying day by day, to be learning day by day, to be growing day by day, closer to Jesus, being more like Him, so that when that day comes, we can give an answer. We can give an answer. We want to be ready when that day comes. <clears throat> How was it for the patriarchs? How was it for Moses and the prophets? All along the way, there were opportunities for them to witness for their faith, to stand up for what they believed, to make a difference in the world, right? And so we need to be like them, ready to give that answer, to give that answer for the Lord. How will we answer? Or, or should we maybe just, should we just shut up? Oh man, I'm glad there's some people who are willing to say no. <laughs> should we just shut up and never speak the, the, the word of the Lord again? No, absolutely. Brothers and sisters, we need to be studying, growing, learning, being able to give an answer for the reasons for the hope that is in us. We need to be able to do this. Revelation 13 is coming, and we need to be ready. The question is, are we able to do it like Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15 says, speaking the truth, how? In love, yes, yes, absolutely. Can we speak the truth in love? Are we able to do that? Or if it's, or is it, well, this is what the Bible says, and if you don't believe it, there's a place reserved for you. <laughs> is that how this works? <laughs> no. We're not just hoping they'll choose against us so we can watch them burn because we didn't like them anyway. What? <laughs> right? We're here to bless everyone, even... Is this right? Even the persecutors? Is that what Jesus did? When he was on the cross, did he pray for anybody? Who did he pray for? Didn't he pray for those who were doing this father... Forgive them. Forgive who? 
the ones that were nailing him to the cross. He was being nailed to the cross and praying for those people. Do we pray for those people who nail us to the cross? That's what God's asking us to do. That's what he's looking for. And so we need to make that preparation and we need to make it now. Take a look at chapter 3 again, verse 15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. Maybe I have this thing up a little too far. Hang on just a second. Hopefully that'll, that'll reduce that a little bit. We need to sanctify the Lord in our hearts. We need Jesus in us. If this is just about telling people stuff, we've got it wrong, don't we? If it's just about telling them what we believe versus what they believe, it's pretty much useless. They have to know beyond the shadow of a doubt that we love them. Why? Because we're so cool? <laughs> because Jesus lives in us, right? Jesus is making a difference in us. Jesus is loving through us. We have that relationship with Him that blossoms into a relationship with others. And we make a difference in their lives like He's made a difference in our lives, right? And so we need Jesus in our lives. We need to sanctify the Lord in our hearts. We need that to happen in us. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says, Christ lives in me. And yet, in Revelation chapter 3 verse 20, what do we find Jesus doing? Knocking at the door of our hearts, right? Jesus knocking at the door of our hearts. Day by day, each day, Jesus wants to entry into your heart. So Zoe, have you arrived now that you've been baptized? Now that you've been baptized, is it all done? Hey, I made it, I'm in the kingdom. Or do you need to maintain that relationship every single day? Every single day. See, she's on the ball. And you all know that too. That we need that relationship with Jesus every day. How do we get there? Prayer and study. Talking to Jesus and listening to Him, right? Talking to Jesus and listening to Him. We need to make that spiritual preparation. If we're going to give an intelligent answer to people, we need that spiritual preparation. But we also need to be prepared mentally too, right? How much how much water can you get out of an empty pitcher? <laughs> Nothing, right? <laughs> Why do we think that if I don't put Scripture in, it's somehow going to come to me? I need to be poking it in there every night, right? Soaking my head in it. As we talked about on, what was that, night two? Night three, something like that? We talked about reading the Bible, Scripture, being into it every day, spending time with God, making that preparation by 
listening to His Word day by day, day by day. Jesus in Acts, or um, uh, the, the Bereans were described as nobler than the Thessalonians. Wait, we got a book written to the Thessalonians and not to the Bereans. How come the Bereans were nobler? Because it says they searched the Scriptures how often? Daily, daily, to see if those things were so. So, when we go over these things and you have your bulletin marked or you pull out your, your version or your email, each day that week you have an opportunity to re-inculcate that, to put that in your head again, to rethink it, to re-understand it, to re-press it in there, you know, to make sure it sticks so that if somebody asks you, you can give an answer. One thing that I like to do in, in the front of my Bibles, I, I always put, I'm, I'm looking for a good way to do this electronically, but in the front of my Bibles, I always put a chain reference, you know? A chain reference. You, you put a little, a little, maybe three letters to kind of remind you of the topic, like BAP for baptism, right? And then you put the first text that talks about baptism in the front of your Bible. And then you go to that text and you can read about baptism right there. And then right next to that text in the margin, you put BAP again. And the next text. And one by one, you chain the texts together. So when we get into this study, you can have a set of texts that you can look to and not just have them, but learn them, right? Don't just say, well, I got it now. I had a friend once who, who had some software, and it was on his shelf, and we'd go over to his house all the time, and it just was sitting there on the shelf, still in the plastic wrap. And I said, Jeff, what's the deal? <laughs> you, 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 have, you have this software, it's sitting on the shelf. What you going to do with it? He says, I own it, it's enough. Jeff, you paid a couple hundred bucks for this. This is back when software was really expensive. He says, yeah, but I own it. Is that how we treat our Christianity? Oh, I have my Bible. I own it. I, I was baptized. I own it. Or is it real? Does it get inside you? Does it make a difference? Does it live in you? Or is it just yours? Make it live. Make it part of you not just you know these texts or you have them written in the front of your Bible or chained in there somewhere that's a good thing to do but make it live make it real make it yours and so we have some opportunities there to search the scriptures but then the last part of verse 15 check it out the last part of verse 15 let's read verse 15 in total there but sanctify the Lord your God in your hearts and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the what? The hope. That's right, the hope. That's a beautiful word. I like hope. Don't you like hope? 
hope for the hope. What is your hope? What is your hope? Is it just to go to heaven? Is that your hope? Or is it to meet Jesus, to be with Him eternally? That's what we can hope for, that we can be with the one that we've loved here, up there, right? And so, for the hope that is in you, with what? With arrogance and attitude, right? This is the truth and you better believe it. Is that what it's about? No, of course not. What does it say? With meekness and fear. It's that love. Do we show that love? Can we speak the truth in love? Are we able to bring both sides of that in? Are we able to have meekness with fear? I want to imagine just for a moment that you're leaving church today. I want you to drive carefully, especially after you hear what I say, okay? All right. (laughs) You're leaving church today, and you're coming up to this light, and it's a long ways down the road. You've watched this light for a long time. You've, You've seen that it's turned green for the people crossing like this, you know? They're, they're turning in front of you. You know that that's going to turn red or for them and green for you real soon. So you just kind of keep rolling, you know. You just kind of keep rolling as you come up to this light. And sure enough, just before you get to the light, you see it. Bing! Turn your favorite traffic color. Green. <laughs> right? And so what do you do? Step on the gas, Right? So you step on the gas, you're going through this light, but you see some guy still coming at you, and you're thinking to yourself, is he going to stop? Is he going to stop? Maybe he's trying to catch that last little bit of orange, right? And he's going <laughs> to swing in front of me here. I know he's going to try it, but I have a green light. I'm right and you step on the gas. Is that what you do? Uh-uh. He might be wrong, but you can be so right that he's dead wrong. You know what I'm saying? Is that the attitude we want? No. We're here, brothers and sisters, to be like Jesus, to bless, not to curse, to help not to destroy, right? We're here to help people, even people who are wrong. Yeah, right? (laughs) And so we need to bless them too. You You might think back, well, those three Hebrew worthies, they were pretty defiant. Was it their defiance? Was that what was so cool about them? Or the fact that they held firmly to Jesus, no matter what? They were still respectful. O king, they said. They still respected him. But we're not going to bow down to your image. All right. That's all right. But do it respectfully. Do it with grace. Do it with love in your heart. So I want you.
to always be ready to give an answer for the hope that is within you. But I want you also to be able to do it with meekness and fear. Not fear like, oh, 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 no. Nah, not that kind. But respect and love for the Lord and respect for others. As we go through the next several months, maybe years, working through this, because I won't go through them one by one, straight through. But as we go through this, I'll give you the biblical evidence. I'll give you what it takes. I need you to make it your own. Is that a deal?